it's a Friday, and another episode of WandaVision is coming out. You can skip to about seven minutes if you just want to pass over the WandaVision stuff. So last I updated after two episodes, the show is up to episode four as of just about the end of January. I wrote down some notes. Um, unfortunately, there is like no one and a half speed on Disney. And so I kind of briefly wrote notes because I did not write notes the first time I watched through and I did not feel like watching again. But I do have some thoughts. So let's just go back a week to episode three where right off the bat, suspicions of mine and I'm sure most audience members are confirmed. This sitcom has now moved into the 70s, so each episode is moving forward a decade, for some reason. This episode is largely the same format as the first two episodes, except that it builds to a finale that opens the curtains, so to speak. Or, better analogy yet, um, we've seen glimpses of this larger story through the peephole of the door, but now we've opened up the door. And that door would be episode four. In keeping with that analogy, our guest, the larger story here, all they've really done is wiped their feet and introduced themselves by the end of episode four. And we sort of knew who they were before we opened up the door anyways. So really, we've just got our, our information confirmed, I guess. Basically, this episode just gets us all on the same ground. We're all at ground zero now. Analogy over. So episode four pulls everything back and we get to see the events happening in like the real universe or the Marvel universe concurrent to the events that have already happened in this little bubble of reality built around the show WandaVision. So this episode starts off semi-confusingly to me and that is mostly because I don't know what is happening in the Marvel universe beyond like what I hear from people which that information is actually enough for me to understand in part what is happening in the beginning of episode four I understand enough and that specific part of this story is inconsequential enough so far to this story that it it doesn't really seem to matter if I fully comprehend like the first few minutes of this episode or not um, but that, that could come back to bite me and that's part of what I'm keep watching for to let you know if you're not up to date on the MCU that you know whether to waste your time or not on this I still got a bit lost in the uh, time frame of some of the events of this show this episode I think the writing in this episode suffered from a bit of a time crunch trying to fit it into that like half hour I think these are each and because this episode is trying to explain so much of what's happening there's just a lot for them to fit in all the questions that you've had from the first three episodes episode four is here to answer those questions and I mostly enjoyed it sure the answers are essentially what we expected but this episode is definitely necessary especially for someone like me um, where I can really only go off of any sorts of suspicions prior to this um, suspicions that I only have because I do know a few things about this universe 
The biggest obvious flaw to me in this episode is the beekeeper. How do they not show us what happened there? I think I know the answer to that question. And it would be because that would ruin the storyline that they have set up with the lady who got kicked out of the Wandaverse. Because it's kind of presented like she's the first person to ever be in there and come back. And since the beekeeper is not a part of the story, really, I think they wrote themselves into a corner with him. And then they decided to focus on him in this episode anyways. Because, you know, that was... Something that we had interest in and what was that about? Well, it's nothing. So. Alright. If you begin to think of the timeline of this show, it, it begins to unravel a little bit. Similarly, you can just look past those issues since the entire story is built around a non-normal, non-linear timeline. Time and space can be and are tinkered with. And what might the ramifications of that be within the larger universe? And maybe that is what this story is going to ask. However, that may not be sat like a satisfying question and answer to any of them who is not invested in that universe, the MCU, which stands for Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, anyways, um, I'm still not sure if I can suggest this to the average audience goer. I think episode 5 is going to jump us right back into the like 80s sitcom. How much back and forth uh, there is between that sitcom world and the MCU or the, the normal universe within this MCU um, is probably going to be a big factor in my ultimate ruling on this show. I've got a hunch that WandaVision may simply end up being like this cute but short little... Um, moment or like sitcom twilight zone moment within the mcu that its only purpose is to be a little story within this mcu for those people who are invested in in the mcu which would obviously lead to a no recommendation for me ultimately but at this moment i'm holding on to two possible outcomes that would lead me to suggest to watching the show one is that the conclusion is so fun and self-contained that the show is both important to those that follow the MCU, but it is also self-important. You know, despite all the extra noise that interferes with the story from the MCU. Yeah, it only interferes if you don't know that story, of course. Or, number two, this show is a unique look at the history of sitcoms, and it just so happens to fall into this much larger story that one may or may not have interest in. But, you know, as a study of the evolution of sitcoms through the decades, it provides value to someone who might be interested in that. And that is what I kind of enjoyed about those first three episodes. So we'll see where this goes. I'm not sure. I don't think anybody is. So those are pretty much my, uh, my thoughts on WandaVision. Now let's spend a little bit of time and let's just check out what is coming to Netflix for February of 2021 we will be getting on february 1st beverly hills ninja definitely recommend that eat pray love i don't know ryan murphy directed romance who knows heartland season 12 and 13 although the description says at least one new season is coming perhaps two uh so at least one of those seasons i guess the movie inception which can you believe it is over 10 years old 
Love Daily, a new anthology romantic series about 12 stories of 12 different young couples. Money Talks, which is a decent movie from the 90s. My Best Friend's Wedding, uh, apparently Oscar-nominated rom-com starring Julia Roberts. My Dead Ex, eight-episode romance story. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the Griswold's Christmas plans go to pot. That's, I don't know what that means. Rocks, British movie. Uh, Shutter Island, which is a very good uh, psychological thriller. Uh, the Bank Job. Jason Statham, action thriller about a bank hit in London. Don't know for sure if I've seen that one, but I'm sure it's fun for action movies go. The House Arrest of Us, season one, a Filipino romantic show. The Patriot is coming. I thought that was already on there. Um, a show called The Unsettling, where unsettling things happen, I guess. Sathera, Space Adventure, John Favreau directs this comedy about two, I might check that out, about two young brothers who hurtle through space in their house. Please excuse any uh, noises we're getting from the outside world. It's, I usually try to film later on in the day when there's less traffic going around, but um, not today. So just checked out Zathera. That has a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is the critics, though. The audience a little less likely of it, uh, 51%, and then it has like a 6.2 on IMDb. Uh, I like John Favreau's stuff really around the board, so excited to see that movie. And then Zig and Sharko, season three kids show on February 2nd. A couple more kids shows it looks like. Our Lady of San Juan, Four Centuries of Miracles, might be like a documentary style show. A Bollywood comedy called Kilometers and Kilometers, 2020. Um, Tiffany Haddish presents They Ready, season two. Didn't know there was a season one. February 3rd, All My Friends Are Dead, Polish New Year's Eve thriller where crazy and gory events unfold. All right. Black Beach, Spanish drama, about a businessman. Firefly Lane, highly anticipated drama series adapting the novels and covers a friendship that spans several decades. I wonder if that has anything to do with the show Firefly. No, it does not. It is a story by, the book was written by Christine, what is her name? Christine Hanna, and it's based on, it takes place in the 70s, I don't know what it's about. Say February 4th, an Indian drama comes out. Uh, February 5th, Coming from Insanity, Nigerian crime drama about a child genius being trafficked through Nigeria into Togo. Interesting. Let's see. Hatch, season two, if you're familiar. Invisible City, season one, Brazilian fantasy series about an underground world inhabited by mythical creatures. That could be interesting. An intimate drama starring Zendaya and John David Washington. So also on the fifth is Malcolm and Mary, which is completely new Netflix original. Uh, Zendaya is always good and stuff. So it could be an interesting one to look out for. Also, Strip Down, Rise Up documentary. Looking into how up pole dancing can do wonders for your body and mind. All right. The Sinner USA Network Thriller Series. Season 3 comes out on the 6th. 
iCarly seasons one to two comes out on the eighth. So does War Dogs, which is a really good movie. Um, here they've got it described as true story of two men who won a three hundred million dollar contract from the Pentagon. Um, yeah, just imagine if you were young and into guns and such, and then got a three hundred million dollar contract from the government as well in the middle of a war. Uh, life could be interesting, that's all I know. That movie explores that a little bit. The 10th, nothing stands out to me here. The 11th, a crime series called Cap Capitani. Red Dot, sweetest thriller, and the first Netflix original from the region about a pregnant woman who attempts to rekindle her relationship, but the weekend turns out to be hell. Why do I think that's literal? Um, February 12th. Eh, February 13th. Monsoon, a British-Vietnamese co-production about a man returning home after 30 days following the Vietnam-American War. If you're into Russian cartoon series on the 15th, season 4 of Booba comes out. The Crew, season 1, new to Netflix, coming out on the 15th, uh, and it is a comedy sitcom starring Kevin James about a NASCAR car crew chief huh interesting all right new um animals on the loose a you vs wild movie it is the second interactive special starring bear grills i'm assuming they mean that is the second interactive special like um bandersnatch was several years ago or is it the second one with bear grills involved either way uh sounds interesting enough Good Girls Season 3 will also be coming out on the 16th. 17th. Hello Me. New episodes drop weekly. Woman gets tips and tricks from her younger self when in a rut. Huh. Meat Eater Season 9 Part 2 comes out. If you're into that show. No Escape Room 2018 Horror about a father and daughter who go to an escape room. So the movie Escape Room's name was already taken, so they went with no escape room. Alright. I don't know who this band is. Uh, Heroes Silence and Rock and Roll. It's a musical documentary on Heroes del Silencio. Heroes of Silence. I Care A Lot, drama starring Peter Dinklage, Rosamund Pike, and Isa Gonzalez. About a legal guardian who causes a rift after she sees money in her eyes. Hmm. Sounds interesting. Operation Finale on February 20th. Biopic on the hunt for a Nazi officer who was the brains behind the Holocaust. Stars Oscar Isaac and Ben Kingsley. On the 21st, The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2 will be coming to Netflix. 23rd. Oh, a documentary on uh, art frauds. I think there is one. No, that's about wine, like sour grapes. Maybe this would be kind of along those same lines. So, Made You Look, a true story about fake art. Ooh, Brian Regan on the rocks. So, a new stand-up from Brian Regan coming out. Definitely looking forward to that on the 23rd. And if you're into soccer, um, there's a documentary about Pele coming out then, too. Two Sentence Horror Stories Season 2. I don't think I talked about that at all. There is a show that is... All right, uh, called Two Sentence Horror, uh, Horror Stories. And there's a similar Hulu version to that too out there. Yeah, 
whatever. Uh, some anime coming out. 26, Bigfoot Family, French animated. Captain Fantastic? I'm not sure what that movie is. Let's find out. 2016 film, Captain Fantastic. 7.9 on IMDb. 83% from the critics and then 85% from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. So... What is this about? In the forests of the Pacific Northwest, a father devoted to raising his six kids with a rigorous physical and intellectual education is forced to leave his paradise and enter the world, challenging his idea of what it means to be a parent. It's like Steve Zahn's in there. Viggo Mortensen, George McKay, Samantha Isler. Hmm. Whatever. Interesting. No Escape, Owen Wilson Thriller about a family finding themselves in the middle of a coup. 2015 film, uh, less impressive stats on here. 6.6 .6 on IMDb, 47% Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, audience score of 62% though, so not too terrible. Our Idiot Brother is coming, that stars Paul Rudd in it. If I don't know if I've seen that. I might have to catch that while it's on Netflix. Uh, the Girl on the Train, another foreign film. So yeah, that is Netflix 2021 February. It's what's coming at you. Uh, have a nice weekend, and I might come up and do something like this about Hulu as well. Um, and maybe, maybe Disney Plus too. I know they've got stuff coming out like regularly throughout this year. So... You guys have a good weekend. Peace. Love you. Bye.